0: I've been getting some fucking grief from my computer today, let's hope a fucking reset fixes everything, the way they advise you. How y'all doing out there? Welcome to the Jammeroon Podcast. Hope you've had a fantastic week as always. (laughs) Or whatever. Summer's in the fucking air. I know it's only springtime, but Jesus Christ, it's been warm the last few days. It's happening, guys. It's fucking... The season has started, as far as I can tell. The summer season is upon us. I was out fucking sailing yesterday, fucking getting smashed by the wind. It was a beautiful day. But it was gusting, like, over 30 knots and shit. So, yeah, we got fucking knocked around in the boat. Fun fucking times. It's amazing doing these sailing fucking exercises and shit, you know. We've been lucky enough to have a fucking sailing pro fucking join our crew, this old dude, Greg. So just being on board and just listening to what the fuck he has to say is fucking tremendous. I mean, he's a joker as well, so half of what he says is bullshit. But learning a lot testing my fucking nerves i don't know if you guys ever been out on a boat when it's like literally heeled over to the point where water's gushing in one side Ah, that's a wild ride it's a wild fucking ride it's a definitely a test of the nerves and i don't quite think i have the stomach for it yet because you know as as a human your natural reaction is just to get the fuck out of there so you gotta calm yourself At different points, you know, the boat's heeling over like crazy. Just look to the people that know more than you, and if they're calm, stay calm. That's kind of my motto. And I always have that fucking thing in the back of my mind. It's the worst case scenario, we all go for a fucking swim, right? If we capsize this fucking 46-foot boat, it shouldn't capsize. But whatever. Anyway, fucking, so today the sun was out. I knew in the back of my mind I had a whole bunch of fucking office work to get through. Um, But then I got a call from my brother and him and another buddy of mine were going out snorkeling. So I was like, fucking I'm in. Fuck yeah. So the snorkel season's actually officially started in my world for the summer. It was a beautiful day. The water was fucking freezing. So we maybe spent 40 minutes, 45 minutes out there uh, before our toes went numb and had to come back in. But it was fucking fun. You know, that's the whole thing about snorkeling, guys. I don't know if you care or give a shit about this stupid fucking hobby. um. But you know what? You see stuff you've never seen before. You know, how many, how many days does that happen in your normal year? You know what I mean? Like, how many days do you just see something you've never seen before? Or experience something you've never experienced before? Like, that's a good day. So fucking, you know... <laughs> set the conditions so that stuff is a possibility. That's all I'm saying, you know? If it's possible to have a day and see some shit and experience some stuff you've never experienced before, fucking book that stuff in and make it part of your routine. Cause it's fucking glorious. The sun's out, you're underwater. Holy crap, there's all the fucking young mums down at the beach with the fucking kids around and shit like that, Ah, it's tremendous. It's tremendous. Anyway, I just thought I'd do a fucking quick episode uh, this week because it is holiday time, so I'm, I'm relaxing, doing my shit. I'm getting through plenty of new music, so let's just get straight into music stuff, I reckon. Um, no new music from me, I'm sorry guys. Things are going uh, a little bit weird in my musical world. We've got some doubts. We've got some doubters. Yeah, you know, it's hard to tee up a bunch of fucking adults to get together to do shit, but it is what it is, so stay tuned, there will be something, whether it be in this project or another, there'll be some shit coming, guys, all right, don't you fucking worry about that, I've been itching, man, I spent this fucking week, um, like re my, um, my guitar rig, uh, trying to get my control pedal you know i'm using one of these for, for the guitar players out there you know what i'm talking about i'm using like a looper control fucking unit right so i can control all my pedals and hopefully control my amp and stuff at the same time so i was i'm i'm using a fucking PV triple x uh, because i fucking love the distortion on it its clean channel stinks but the distortion is fucking its gain channels are fucking unreal uh, so I wanted to get that part of my mix, so I had to fucking figure out a way to control my amp from my fucking pedal board. And uh, turns out it took about, uh, you know, a half hour, well, it took about two hours of fucking research and then uh, 10 minutes of soldering. I had to make myself a breakout cable because these fucking triple um, X amps, uh, they don't use normal quarter-inch jack sort of connections to control the foot pedal sort of thing. They've got some proprietary seven fucking pin D-I-N bullshit, so I had to make a breakout cable and I've got it working and I'm pretty chuffed with it, really looking forward to jamming next time, because my, ah, that distortion sound is just fucking creamy, creamy as fuck. Anyway, that's enough waffling from me, guys, Uh, let's get into music for this week, Uh, some of which is shit I just plum forgot about, fucking last episode. You know, last episode I was bitching about how many fucking albums that I had to review because um I would delay the podcast a day and then there'll be a fucking new um new albums released, so I'd check them out and then uh, that would push me back another day and then there's new releases, so I don't know what's going on in the world, but uh, there's a lot of fucking new releases uh, lately, and like I said, a couple of them I forgot to get to last episode, so let's um let's just smash them out first, guys. Because last episode we were talking about fucking um, all different kinds of rock genre sort of shit. Um, so classic rock stuff. There was an EP by the uh, legendary Billy Idol. They came out. I uh, don't know if you guys have fucking checked it out yet. But if you're ever a Billy Idol fan, check it out. If you were never a Billy Idol fan, I guess still check it out. Because there's nothing wrong with this little EP. It's called The Cage. Um... Whatever that's referring to. You know, when everyone refers to the cage in their life, it's got to be very particular to their circumstance, you know? You talk to, like, a, like, if you talk to your dad and you go, like, you know, what's the cage? He'll probably refer to his wife or something like that, you know? The old ball and chain or some shit. But what the hell the cage means to someone like fucking Billy Idol? I don't know. Um, and as far as the albums can, oh, the EP at least is concerned, uh, he doesn't really give much insight. It's just a classic rock fucking EP. And this guy's at the point of his career where he should not be releasing EPs. He should be fucking pulling a fucking Post Malone sort of bullshit where there's, you know, a million fucking feature artists on his album. You know, it'd be Billy Idol with Ozzy Osbourne, Billy Idol with Bruce Springsteen. It should be. I thought he was that level of um royalty as far as the rock genre goes, but apparently not. So, yeah, check out this one. It's, it's called uh, The Cage by Billy Idol. And it, it's all right. I forgot to talk about it last episode, so I'm just going through these ones real quick. Another one I forgot to talk about, which is a bit more on the indie rock side of the spectrum, I guess. I mean, if there was a whole rock spectrum... There's the things that are definitely rock on one side, like you got your classic rock, you got your pub rock, you got your blues rock, you got your fucking um, borderline metal sort of stuff. I mean, you can definitely lump a lot of Metallica into the rock genre these days, but it's definitely rock. And then you have the other end of the spectrum where it's borderline rock, right? That's where indie rock comes in, and folk rock, or well, post rock is definitely fucking rock, but um. I don't know. Whatever the fuck it is. Anyway, uh, Marcus Mumford bought out an album last week, and I checked it out. It's Marcus Mumford. Um, you guys might know him. There, there was some weird controversy with his band. I don't really know what was going on there, but he's left it. So Mumford and Sons are dead. Um, and Marcus Mumford's just doing his own shit now. So you remember fucking Mumford and Sons, guys? Are these dudes. Bunch of fucking other bangers. I think Little Lion Man was pretty good as well. It's weird. The songs that I actually like from Mumford & Sons um, were their big fucking hits. Um, Wait, wait. Can you guys hear that? Got a helicopter fucking flying over top looking for my neighbor's drugs or something. I don't know. Can you hear that? Well, I can. And it's distracting. But anyway, onward and upward. Wait. We haven't got to the bottom of it. Oh yeah, fucking uh, Marcus Mumford. So his new album, whatever about Mumford and Sons. Yeah. They were really great, really fast tempo, fucking. They're like folk indie rock, right? You know, I mean, you have to call it folk rock if there's a banjo involved. That's just fucking rules that I've set. I've set those rules, guys. If there's a banjo in it, you have to call it indie rock something, right? Anyway, um, so this new album, is it's called Self Titled. It's not self-titled, it's called self-titled. A self-titled album would be Marcus Mumford, here's the album, Marcus Mumford, right? Um, This one's not called Marcus Mumford, it's called in brackets self-titled. So it's actually called self-titled, sort of, because it's in brackets, right? Um, Anyway, I, I fucking dug this album, it's kind of a bit of a mature vibe. And I don't want to say that Mumford and Sons were immature, but there's something new about what Marcus Mumford's doing in his solo projects here, and it gave me some fucking Bon Ivery kind of vibes, which I dig. I fucking love Bon Iver. Um, Bon Iver, whatever the fuck, ugh. And white people fucking give themselves foreign names. Who the fuck is? I don't really care how to pronounce it, just use the language properly. So, um... Yeah, so so bon Iver is fucking great. Maybe not in recent times, but has done great shit in the past. And this album gives me those sorts of vibes with those low harmonies and stuff, you know? When you flesh out a vocal harmony with those baritones. That's what's going on in this album. And I only really picked up on it with Bonnever, or Boniva, um, a little bit with Pussifer back in the fucking early 2000s and shit like that. Um, Um, But I'm picking up on it with this album, which is pretty fucking cool. Uh, Yeah, it's called, in brackets, self-titled. So I don't even know if it has an actual name. um, Because this is the, you know, the secondary to the actual name, apparently. You can't just do your actual title in brackets because you think brackets are cool. I don't know. Whatever. So they're the ones I forgot to talk about last episode, guys. And I apologize for um, omitting them from our otherwise fleshed out discussion. Uh, But they're back. Sorry. So let's get on to new shit from this week because it's been relentless this end of September. Holy fuck. Um, So we did talk a couple weeks ago about fucking Bjork with her new single and and stuff like that. And what the hell's going on. So the album's finally dropped. It's called, um, fosora, fosora, whatever, put the emphasis on whatever syllable you'd like, right? Um, and I gotta tell you guys, fucking Bjork has changed my life in the past. Absolutely. Some Bjork songs just fucking just opened up a whole area of music that I didn't know was possible before. She's done that and she'll, Uh, And I have every fucking confidence that she'll do it again in the future. But for this album, not as much. I mean, it's a fine album, guys. It's fine. It's great. I like it. It's it's one of those ones. I'm going to have to spend more time with it. If there is musical gold and fucking some diamonds in the rough, I'm going to have to take a bit more time to dig. You know what I mean? So... I listened to it once through just this morning and um, maybe I wasn't in the mood. I don't know. It was... That's the thing. Even Bjork at the best of times, 70% of the album's garbage in my opinion, right? But when it hits, it's fucking world changing, right? So I was kind of listening to this album in that kind of mindset where I'm waiting for that one fucking thing to just flip a musical switch that's never been flipped before or something and I didn't quite hear it or maybe it was flipped but I didn't recognize it so yes I do have to go back and re-listen to it so I don't know the jury's out on this one guys um Fossera by Bjork what do you guys reckon do you guys reckon it's cool I don't know I'm kind of on the fence with this one it seems kind of strange I know she's gone through like, a lot of different periods in her fucking music, right? Like, um, let's face it, like, she got fucking famous at, like, 11 years old or some shit. She was very young to get thrown into that kind of spotlight, Um, even if that spotlight is an Icelandic spotlight, which means that, like, 30 people have heard of you, right? Um, But, I don't know, she got fucking you know remember when she abused the that fucking reporter for fucking getting too close to her son and shit and then she wrote albums all about the love of her life and then they went through a divorce and then she had a whole bunch of fucking fuck you songs really you know so i don't know she she wears her fucking heart on her sleeve And so I guess you might have to delve into the psychology of Björk herself to really understand where this album's coming from. I haven't invested that time yet. And for a lot of artists, I'll say fuck you for making me invest that time. You know what I mean? I just want a good song. But for someone like Björk, she's definitely earned my respect over time. So I'll do it. I'll do it. I know I'm waffling. Whatever. Let's fucking move on. All right. But um, I'd really like to know what you guys think of this album, Um, Fossera. Uh, Alright, so those are the ones that Oh no oh, we've already covered those ones Alright, we're well into it Alright, new shit from this fucking week, guys New shit um, <laughs> Do you remember the band uh, Pixies? They've got a new album out, guys Holy shit The guys uh, f- that Made their fucking mark On the, the rock world The sort of I don't know, it's rockish Remember that song Where is my mind? That's the, that's, that's Pixies, right? So they got a new album out. It's called "Dogger Doggerel? Something like that. I don't know. Again, these fucking uh naming your title thing like your album title fucking things that um are just invented words. I mean, that's I mean, it's cool, but you know, we don't have enough context to really understand what the hell you're talking about. I understand that all words are fucking made up at some point but whatever, doggerel by Pixies, and I gotta tell you, these guys might be losing their fucking touch, right? I mean, the Pixies, I mean, these guys are all fucking old, I mean, their first shit came out, what, late 80s, early 90s, I guess, Pixies, something like that, I don't know, Uh, but they're much less Pixies these days as they are fucking, um, you know, godmother fairy sort of figures, you know, they've aged, Calling someone a pixie kind of has a little bit of a fucking um, connotation of youth, about, you know, around it. But, you know, they're old. And this album feels old. And this album feels like they've, I don't want to say they've lost their touch, but uh, they're, they've they lost their innovation. Let's put it that way. Um, nothing about this fucking album screamed at me at all. Nothing was that cool, at, really, I guess. I was kind of bored. It's a, kind of a blues rocky kind of album. And I say blues just because there's those, those B-sides all throughout the album where it's just kind of relaxed. They're in a 6-8 time signature. Fucking sweet. All right, cool. We're doing a ballad. Wicked. Um, but there was nothing interesting about that ballad. It was just sort of the time to take a break. You know, you're allowed to take breaks in song, in albums, right? And have like a nice chilled song. Um, not half of the album. I don't know. That might be a bit too much for me. But whatever, whatever. Doggerel by Pixies. Fucking check it out. I was never a huge Pixies fan. I mean, I know that fucking song, Where Is My Mind Is A Banger and all that shit around it. Yeah, is it really though? Is it really? These are questions I leave to you, the listener. Remember, you can contact me with your answers to these questions at scott at thejamroom.com.au. I will reply or at least consider them. I'll probably read them at least. Uh, Maybe even just the subject, but whatever. You'll have some impact on this podcast if you do those sorts of things, but let's move on to heavier sort of shit. Slipknot. Slipknot have a new album out, guys. It's called The End So Far. That's a pretty genius title. I like that. I can pronounce all of those fucking words. How cool is that? In fact, there's nothing more than a three-letter word in this title. The End So Far. Ah nailed it. My fucking third grade education coming in handy, finally. Um, but I don't know, guys. <laughs> I was never a huge Slipknot guy. I know fucking Curtis was, and you guys might hear us talk about Curtis every now and then, a good friend of mine. Uh, he was a big Slipknot guy. Um, I'd like to know his thoughts on this album, because uh, listen to this little uh, nugget of genius from this album. Um to give you a vibe on what the album's like.
1: I know it's a shame, but I gotta stay Cause I like it here I know it's the same, it happens every day But I like it here I know it's a shame, but I gotta stay
0: So so if that little chunk of music didn't just scream Slipknot to you, then I don't know what to tell you, right? I mean, that's the most Slipknot shit ever. I fucking—they've finally traded out their um fucking bongo players for a, a string quartet, which is a, a good trade in my mind. A good trade. Those guys fucking crawling all over these drums, like like first of all, these are like timpani drums that these motherfuckers just sort of crawl all over. Um, tuning is very important for timpani drums. And you're stretching the shit out of those skins by fucking doing a stage show with your knees on the fucking sk- ah stop it it's just it's bullshit you know this is a little known fact guys um, Slipknot has uh, as many members as the population of Western Australia isn't that kind of kind of interesting that's kind of cool um, I don't know what the fuck most of them do but as you can tell Corey Taylor is still singing um more so than he used to and uh, all jokes aside it's not fucking a bullshit album it is heavy in parts it's riffy in parts there's guitar solos in parts kind of you know the wanky bullshit show off sort of nonsense but they're there and it's kind of heavy but it's not like fucking riffing your face bullshit i don't know there's maybe a bit more maturity to it like who the fuck wants a mature version of slipknot i'm not too sure but, I don't know. I don't know. Good on them. Good on them. Um, they've got the new album out. It's called The End So Far. And uh, maybe for their career, it might be The End. That's it. I don't know. No, that was just a stupid joke. That was, that was a bit harsh, wasn't it? Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. Anyway, it's fucking Friday. Let's have some fun. I'm having a beer. I'm at the bar. I've been snorkeling this morning. I'm all salty and bullshit. I haven't showered yet, so... It is what it is. I love fucking hanging out in barefoot. Ah, it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Anyway, so check that out if you can, guys. If you've got the time, use that time wisely and check out Slipknot's new album. If you're a Slipknot fan, you'll probably like it. I mean, I guess it's one of those things that like, you know, uh, it's weird to say because there's always this like um, mixed thing with the fucking, I say, here's a classic example. Metallica, they have their album fucking um, what we now know as the Black Album, but was actually called, it was actually self-titled. It's actually called Metallica Metallica, right? Um, a lot of people hated the album because it was kind of not as thrashy as their previous sort of entries in their catalog or whatever. Um, but then guess what? Nothing Else Matters is now one of their biggest songs of all time, which was like that sort of ballady thing definitely a ballad fucking it's in 6-8 as well um you know in amongst all the heaviness and that's the thing that sort of bubbled to the surface as far as popularity goes so who knows some of these uh, Slipknot songs might do the same it might piss off Slipknot fans but then you know overall grow the audience of Slipknot who knows I'm not a huge Slipknot fan but a lot of these songs were a little bit different so uh, maybe have my interest peaked a little bit or something like that. Who the fuck knows? Anyway, I'm going to end this with one more, guys, because there's an EP that came out um, from a band called Tan and Top. How do you spell top? T-A-U-P-E. Maybe it's toupee, tope, top, top, whatever. It's a colour. It's a fucking colour. It's a bland-ass colour, like kind of a brownie-gray sort of bullshit, and if those two colours shouldn't mix in your mind, you're fucking right. Um, so this band named after two of the blandest colors in the world, fucking beige and brown or beige and gray or whatever, anyway, Chop. I fucking love these guys, um, I got to hang out with them one time, we were fucking, um, we were doing a show together, it's fucking almost a year, nearly, pretty much a year ago now, um, it was the last time I actually gigged with this other bullshit project that's pretty much gone under, um, but anyway, they were there. And they kicked ass. And these guys knew how to fucking play. You could just tell. They just scream confidence. They're fucking players. They, can, they know the shit around a guitar and um, any kind of fretted instrument, right? And drums, I guess. They do have a drummer. Um, it's a kind of um, prog post-rock, I guess you would say. Something like that. And they got a new EP out. Just launched. It's called uh, Time to Give It Up for Good. What a great message. And I can also pronounce all those words that's fantastic um so so these guys fucking uh, what mustard and khaki or whatever other bland tan and torp <laughs> they got this new vp out these guys are proggy they're cool they know the way around guitar they sound a little bit like this <laughs> They do, they do, like, these guys do the right thing where, like, the vocals are kind of uh, pronounced when they need to be, when they need to catch you and take you on a narrative, but um, they, you know, sit in that role of just contributing otherwise. You know what I mean? I don't know about this, but yeah, um, so yes, vocals that just don't piss you off, basically, right? but then do enough to carry a narrative or whatever. Anyway, it's tasteful. Let's just say it's tasteful. Tasteful vocals, some epic guitaring sort of stuff, some cool vibes, some wicked patient tempos. That's what I like about fucking post-rock is just that you're doing some wicked chords, but you're not trying to riff the fuck out of it, but you're sitting nicely in this slow tempo pocket that's fucking groovy. I fucking love it. It's a good little EP, guys, and they're local heroes. So they're coming out of um, Perth, obviously. Um, you never know, guys. They might take off, and we're on the ground floor talking about them here on this old January podcast of ours. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway, th- that was a lot. What did we go through? We went through fucking Billy Idol, Marcus Mumford, Bjork, Pixies, Slipknot, and these local guys, Tan and Top. Like, come on, it's a Friday. It's plenty of shit to listen to for your weekend ahead, and I hope you have a great one, by the way. Everyone needs good weekends. Every weekend should be fucking amazing, because you don't actually have that many of them in life. Think about it. Think about it. You get 50-something a year, ah, your weekends are running out. Ah, oh, it's a sad thought. Anyway, it's the fucking 30th of the month. It's Friday, September 30, at least here in um, Perth could be a different day of the week and a different date wherever you're from or whatever calendar you use. According to the Mayans, it's probably, I don't know, negative February or some shit. I don't know. That calendar ran out a long time ago. Um, But normally at the end of the month, guys, we talk about um, albums that have come out 30 years prior and just try and see if there's any nostalgia loop between now and then. And you look at fucking September of 1992, there was a lot, guys. There was tons. Roger Waters. That fucking dickhead did his solo album called Amused to Death. No offense. I mean, I love Pink Floyd, but Roger Waters can eat a dick. Fuck it. Who cares? Um, The Ramones bought out an album. Mondo Bizarro. That was an album that came out uh, 30 years ago. um, This month. Susan Vega. What's that song? Fucking Tom's Diner. Whatever. Something like that. Tom Waits had a fucking album out. We're talking about old people. This is all old shit, right? Toto. They had an album out in fucking September of 92. um, As did Public Enemy. Holy crap. Jesus Christ. Fucking ABBA. Bought out ABBA Gold, Greatest Hits. And... I know it's not an actual album; it's compilation bullshit. But Jesus Christ, Abba Gold Greatest Hits—that was a soundtrack to my childhood, basically. My mum was a fucking massive Abba fan, and we had Abba Gold on CD. And '92 is probably about when CD players were invented, or at least kind of fucking in amongst the uh, the mainstream, where people were like uh, my parents, for instance, could actually afford them. I remember the first CD player that my fucking dad got cost him thousands of dollars thousands of dollars and it was a gamble whether or not the cd would work you would put it in there and you'd do that reading thing and then come up with an error you'd have to eject it put it back in try it again give it a bit of a blow like a fucking nintendo cartridge yeah nuts times the 90s is probably one of the first years i really actually remember skid row bought out an album sort of b-sides so it's a sort of bullshit. Nine Inch Nails. Jesus Christ. Extreme bought out an album. Extreme. Nuno Betancourt. I jammed with him one time. Um, long story. Uh, Baja Men. Fuck, they were around then? Jesus. Man of War. Gary Newman. Peter Gabriel. Jesus Christ. We had some epics coming out in September of 92. Stone Temple Pilots. Prodigy. The Prodigy. What's on that album, Experience? Let's have a look at fucking Experience. And uh, I don't really see many of these singles that I recognize or whatever. It's not that bangers, but it's close enough. But anyway, one of the albums that did come out in September of 92 was fucking Blind Melon by Blind Melon, an actual self-titled album. And in fact, a debut album and also the only album. What's the singer from Blind Melon's name? Fuck, I don't know. But um, I know he's part of the 27 Club, right? He's one of those guys that just fucking burnt out quick. Fucking live fast, die young, or whatever. You guys know about the 27 Club? Of course you know. Any musician knows about 27 Club. We're talking fucking Hendrix, Janis Joplin, fucking Kurt Cobain, Jeff Barkley. All these dudes that died at 27. Amy Winehouse. Um, and also, the Blind Melon dude. Um <laughs> And I love that fucking album. Self-titled. It's Blind Melon by Blind Melon. That's a great album. It's an actual rock album, guys. Um, But, you know, i got to leave you with something at the end of the podcast, as I always do. So I thought I'd leave you with that big single, the thing that you probably heard before. It's fucking No Rain. If you haven't heard this song, listen to it. It's great. But also, it's like their Nothing Else Matters from that album. So if you think Metallica were gay for doing Nothing Else Matters on on their now-known-as-black album... Well, this was their version, and it's nowhere near as poxy and, you know, lame and sort of sensitive. It's it's still a great fucking song, and it's, yeah, it doesn't represent the band that well, but it does in a weird way, because no one wrote a song like this. No Rain is a fucking banger, guys. Anyway, that's enough fucking waffling. I thought I was going to do a quick little 15-minute episode with you guys, but whatever. We got chatting. It is what it is. Happy Friday. Have a great weekend and all that sort of stuff. You're listening to fucking Blind Melon No Rain. Because if you haven't before, check out the rest of that album, guys. It's so fucking cool. 30 years old. Let's hope we have albums like that coming out soon. Soon. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Have a great fucking week, you guys. Take care now. Bye-bye then.
1: It's not saying It's not saying